It all started with a dream. This is so stupid! <laughs> In my whole life for this. <laughs> I got some things to say. I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. <laughs> Good morning, Batgirl Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And you're streaming the morning side hug. Completely loving, socially awkward, and decidedly Christian. We are a Batgirl Morning Show exclusively on BatgirlRadio.com. On today's show, Batgirl Radio is two years old. What? Plus the latest news, random facts, and more. But first, it is Thursday, June 18th. And it's a holiday. It is National Sushi Day. The first year it was celebrated was in 2009, International Sushi Day. (laughs) <laughs> was created for one simple reason, to encourage all around the world to eat and love more sushi. Fun fact, Southeast Asians developed the original type of sushi, which, con- which consisted of fish wrapped in souring, fermenting rice. The dish then spread to southern China before reaching Japan. I love sushi. I, I want to try it, and I just get cold feet every okay, time so I get close to it. You should try. I know you you initially think or or whatever you think raw fish. When well, that's you think the of stuff sushi. that I want to try. Please listen to me. <laughs> try the deep fried first, okay? Then try a California roll because all that a California roll is is rice wrapped in the seaweed. With a cucumber, avocado, and crab. All things that you would eat raw anyway. On a normal basis. See, that doesn't interest me at all. Okay. I don't care if it interests you. (laughs) I'm trying to help you gradually get up to the real stuff. Do you have to eat it in that order for you to like the other thing? Matt. I hate crab and I hate avocado, so that's out already. Okay, but it has a tiny <laughs> amount of it. Like, you can't even taste it in there. Then what's the point? Okay. <laughs> I'm done. Do whatever you want to do. Hey, you took up this charge. Anymore. You wanted to. No, nope, I'm done. So I have to. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> so Mo and I are going to be playing a game. Uh, we A couple weeks, uh, well, over the course of a couple weeks, we had challenged each other in these uh tv show quiz things online so i challenged her and friends and a really hard friends uh quiz and then she challenged me one on fraser which is those are our two favorite shows uh but we had flippantly said we should do one of these together and see who knows a show better well we both watch parks and recreation which... i'm a lose <laughs> we both watch parks and recreation but not it's not like our favorite show. Right. But we've seen it. I know I that. enjoy it. Yeah, it's definitely something that we've quoted many times. I mean, it's a But 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 boss man. <laughs> that was a shout out to Kevin. So, we're going to do this together. Never before seen questions, never before seen quiz. Hopefully it's it's as difficult as it says it is. Great. Cuz I don't want it to be super easy where we're both guessing. But this will be the precursor to Mo winning the title back if she wins today, then she gets to challenge me. Again, to win the title. Eh. 
<laughs> it's really important to her. Very low expectations <laughs> right now. All right. Question number one. This actor so impressed the casting director that a role was created for him. Chris Pratt. Well, it doesn't say him, actually. It just says created. Rob Lowe, Aziz Ansari, or Aubrey Plaza? Oh. Oh! It's Aubrey Plaza. Okay. Don't don't be so cemented and <laughs> you're sure because now I'm going to guess that, too. Fine. <laughs> guess it. Aubrey Plaza. Correct. Aubrey Plaza made the casting director so uncomfortable that she set up a meeting with the director who ended up creating April for her. That's interesting. I didn't know that at all. Okay. What was Jerry Terry Gary's real name? Was it Larry Gingrich, Gary Gergich, or Jerry Gingrich? The second one. Gary whatever. Gergich? Yeah. It was Gary sure it wasn't larry that was the real one i ain't sure about anything yeah i think you're right gary gary gergich although he goes by jerry for most of the series he also allows himself to be called larry and terry at various times Mm -hmm. interesting that poor guy Mm -hmm. (laughs) you you gotta love a character who is so good at playing that character that you actually feel bad for the oh, actor. Oh, yeah. You know he's having a blast playing that character, but you just think, so sad. He should just quit the show. He's so sad all the time. <laughs> <laughs> They're always making fun of him. Mm-hmm. Don't even know his real name. <laughs> what was Jerry's hidden talent? Painting, photographic memory, or languages? I mean, it's painting, right? Or am I trying to throw you off? I don't know. I don't remember. Painting. (laughs) Painting. Actually, painting. It was painting. He painted that picture of a, what are they called? Centaur? Whatever. A centaur lady that turned out to be Leslie's face by accident. Ah, that's right. (laughs) Didn't he paint? Like, because he left retired quit whatever for a little oh, bit yeah and didn't he paint during that like yeah he, he yeah. was painting and then they came and told him they were back on and i think aziz threw the uh painting in the lake yeah <laughs> all right what's leslie's favorite food well, this one seems easy french toast waffles or pancakes waffles, waffles. yeah <clears throat> which of the following is not a name of andy's band Oh, gosh. Okay. Muscle Confusion, Five Skin, Puppy Pendulum, or Maximum Cramp? Maximum Cramp. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Puppy Pendulum. This is... Never mind. We're... (laughs) Got all the answers right so far. So far, yeah. I don't know how many this is either. Which of the following is not a Tom Hammer... Hammer... Haverford business idea. VIP department stores, rent-a-swag, skinny dogs, or disco dairy? Disco dairy? It's one of the last two. Okay, you're going to say disco dairy? Yeah. 
See, this one's hard. So we know rent is wag because that was an yeah, actual one he did. Absolutely. VIP department stores sounds like something he'd want to do, but it, there's no catchy name to it, so it sounds like it's not something. Because everything he does is... And then skinny dogs, I just don't remember. Okay, I'm going to say skinny dogs. You're saying disco dairy. It's skinny dogs. Tom seems to have an endless business idea. Skinny dogs is not one of them. At least we don't think that it is. <laughs> Man. I'm remembering Disco Dairy. Something like with, it's like milk with glitter in it. Or something really? Like that. <laughs> See, and I remember VIP department store. Do you? Okay. Mm-hmm. I almost picked that. All That's right. why I didn't say anything when you were like, it sounds like. <laughs> All right, so now I know when you're silent, that's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> what was Ben famous for before moving to Pawnee? Being a kid mayor, surviving a fall off a building in Indianapolis, or losing all of his money in the Wamapoke Casino? Losing all of his money? Is there not a, like, all of these? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I know that he was a mayor, but was he a kid mayor? <laughs> but he lost all of his money, too, didn't he? See? <laughs> Okay, I'm going with being a kid mayor. That's my answer. <laughs> yeah, that's the right answer. <laughs> he was mayor of his hometown at 18, impeached after two months for bankrupting the city, but okay. he didn't lose all of his money. Okay, see, but I don't think 18 should be considered a kid mayor. Uh, I mean, I feel like. Like when you I say think of him as a kid. kid mayor, I'm thinking my kid, like thinking 14 like, years old. Doogie Hauser mayor. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what the Minneapolis mayor looks like when he's wearing a mask. He looks like a kid. He looks like a teenager. I'll believe you. Yeah. Uh, who is the host of Pawnee today? Mona Lisa Saperstein, Joan Calamezzo, or Perd Happily? I don't know this one. No? I know it's not Mona Lisa. <sighs> Joan Calamezzo or Perd Happily? Which one hosts Pawnee today? Perd. Perd? Whatever. <laughs> Happily. It's Joan Calamazo. And I knew that one. Why do they have names like this? <laughs> you heard with Purd. I love that one. Okay. Uh, Joan Calamazo. Is she the blonde? No, she's the... Well, I don't know. Is she ever blonde? I don't think she's blonde. Okay. She's the one who's always kind of drunk on air. Can I just say I'm disappointed that they haven't asked the first Ron Swanson question yet? Like any of them? None of them. The next one. Not this one, but the one after that looks to be a Ron one. Okay. Um, You're up by two, aren't you? I am. Rude. Who is Leslie's biggest crutch? crush? Joe Biden, Bill Clinton. I can't talk. Bill Clinton or Barack Obama? I don't know. Barack. You don't remember this one? Nope. Oh, it's Joe Biden. I'm almost certain. Yep. Uh, don't you remember? You got another point. Ben, don't you remember Ben, like, introduced her to Joe Biden in, like, the sixth or, I think it was the sixth season, and she, like, couldn't stop touching him and fawning over him? And no, I don't remember, remember that, that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, who is Ron's saxophone-playing alter ego? Oh, that's a simple one. 
Sammy Tunes, Pablo Johnson, or Duke Silver? Duke Silver? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Andy's FBI alter ego? Mm. Stan Longbody? Kirk Rockwell or Burt Macklin? Burt Macklin. <laughs> FBI. I'm not crying. I'm allergic to jerks. Uh, who is Andy's kids show alter ego? Johnny Karate, Captain Tango, or Mr. Exciting? Johnny Karate. <laughs> who is April's posh 40s style alter ego? Edith Plumford, Janet Snakehole, or Margaret Cross Crossrock? Janet. Janet. Correct. <sighs> I'm not even answering. I mean, Apparently. I know these, but I mean. <laughs> Which TV veteran plays John Ralphio and Mona Lisa's dad? Ooh. Uh, Henry Winkler, Alan Thicke, or Bill Murray? Hey, Bill Murray. Do you know it? I do, yeah. I don't remember either Henry Winkler or Alan Thicke being on the show. Really? I really don't. I'm going to go Henry Winkler. Correct. Yeah. The Fonz. Henry Winkers, Wink, Winkers, Winkler's <laughs> Dr. Saperstein. <laughs> he tries to buy rental swag from Tom. Ugh. I do remember Never now. now okay. <laughs> Who does April hate above all others? Anne, Ben, or Chris? She hates everyone. <laughs> no, but even these three, it's it's good. To, it's easy to make a case for all three of them. <laughs> Anne. I was gonna say Anne too. Yep. Yeah. Doesn't approve of too many people, but she has an extra level of disdain for Anne. What's the name of Pawnee's arch rival town? Plainfield, Maplewood, or Eagleton? Eagleton. Yeah, easy. Why was Leslie born in Eagleton and not Pawnee? Oh. There were no doctors in Pawnee. Her mother was ashamed to give birth in Pawnee, or the Pawnee hospital hospital was overrun with raccoons. <laughs> Do you know this one? I I don't. I'm leaning towards one that I'm pretty sure is the the, the one. What was the first sure. answer? That there were no doctors in Pawnee at the time. I'm gonna go with that one. No doctors. I'm pretty sure it was it was overrun with raccoons. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. But okay. Anyway, I'll go with doctors. Okay. Keep going. Yeah, raccoons. Raccoons. <laughs> Whatever. I mean. You're down by four. Uh, I'm gonna still lose. a lot of questions left. Oh, gosh. Okay. Let's peer through these. You could still win. You could still win. There's plenty. What's the occupation of Leslie's arch enemy, Jeremy Jam? Psychologist, orthodontist, or mechanic? He's an orthodontist, isn't he? Mm-hmm. What's the occupation of Ron's ex-wife, Tammy Two? Oh, Librarian, gosh. plumber, or preschool teacher? Librarian? Damn it, too. I really thought you just cursed. <laughs> <laughs> I said Tammy, too. 
<laughs> but I could see how just the consonants <laughs> could come across as something different. Uh, <laughs> two. Yeah, she's got to be the librarian. It's Tammy one that was a Sunday school teacher for Ron, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Weird. What secret is Leslie hesitant to reveal when she decides to run for city council? She's been dating Ben. She has a pet raccoon. She hates little Sebastian. I mean, it's easy. Dating Ben? Yeah. Uh, With whom does Leslie get matched when she joins an online dating service? Matched. What did I say? Mashed. Mashed. Matched. Ron, Tom, or Chris? Wasn't it Tom? Mm -hmm. Tom it was. So I don't know. I feel like the rest of these, I should just challenge you. Whatever. (laughs) You get (laughs) Go for it. I don't know. What is Ron's favorite restaurant? The Bacon Cave, Meats Aplenty, or Charles Mulligan's Steakhouse? The Steakhouse? Correct. So I'm going to take off one X. And then once we're even again, we'll go back to both of us doing it. What? Yeah. Okay. Going to give you the chance here. What's the game that Ben creates when he's unemployed? Planning ahead, rocks and polygons, or cones of Dunshire? Cones of Dunshire. Correct. I want to play that game. (laughs) Who did not perform at the Pawnee Eagleton Unity concert? The Bobby Knight Rangers? Genuine, Duke Silver, or Survivor? I don't know this one. (laughs) The very first one. Bobby Knight Rangers? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to say... Did Genuine come? I I know Genuine was supposed to be... Uh, what's her name's cousin? Mm-hmm. Retta's cousin. What's her name in the show? I can't remember her name. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so you said Bobby Knight Ragers. I was going to go with that, too. It was Survivor, though. So. I'm a survivor. Both of us will get an X since I was playing on that one. Which dearly departed Fawny, Fawny, Fawny Fixture, Pawnee Fixture appears as a hologram during the Unity concert? Little Sebastian, Mayor Gunderson, or Roz Pinwheel? It's Little Sebastian, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Little <laughs> Sebastian! What's the name of the tech company that moved into Pawnee in the final season? Work It Out, spelled with Y, Glitterbox, spelled with Y, or Grizzle, spelled with Y? Work It Out. I don't know. I have no idea. Pretty sure it's Grizzle. It's Grizzle. It's Grizzle, y'all. No idea. That was like the Grizzle phone, Grizzle box. Sure. Grizzle delivery, all those things. You don't remember all that? Nope. Did you not watch the last season? It was all about Grizzle. Like it was about taking back. I may not have actually watched the last season. No. The one where they jumped ahead three years? No. Oh, see? I thought you were a fan. I am a fan. <laughs> Far more than The Office. 
<laughs> Where does Tom take Donna for the ultimate treat yourself Donna, day? That's Donna's her name. her name. Yeah, Donna. <laughs> Gracious. Where does Tom take Donna for the ultimate treat yourself day? New York, Paris, or Beverly Hills? New York? I feel like it's got to be Beverly Hills. But treat I don't yourself. Know. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm going to say Beverly Hills, but you're going to say New York? Yeah. Beverly Hills. Pre-wedding gift. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself in Beverly Hills. I don't know if they actually say that, but it sounds right. What job does Ron take in the final season? Great. Park ranger, stay-at-home dad, or short order cook? Stay-at-home dad. No, he's a park ranger. (laughs) Who ends up as the mayor of Pawnee in the final season? Gary, Chris, or April? April. No, it was Gary. (laughs) And in the final flash forward, we find out that Leslie has been elected to this office. Senator, president, or governor of Indiana? Senator. No, it was governor. Two-term governor of Indiana. (laughs) So I lost. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, okay. So I guess you need to pick the next one that we do together. Boss man. Yeah. (laughs) Mona Lisa is my favorite character. (laughs) Money, please. I will set a fire in the bathroom. Oh my gosh. What is another show that we've both watched that we both like? That we could quiz ourselves on? You do any science fiction stuff? Uh, heck no. (laughs) (laughs) I say we take it back to like a, a, a show that we watched as kids. Okay. Did you watch Home Improvement? I did. I've I've watched all of it multiple times. Okay. No, I, I'm doing that <laughs> one. <laughs> Not enough that I think I'd be able to get a, a deep quiz and like real trivia, you know, that's not base level. We I could just do a like a, a overarching TGIF quiz. What else was in your TGIF lineup that you were? Well, it was Family Matters. I remember Family Matters. Uh, Fresh uh, Prince of Bel-Air. Step by step. I don't. I never watched that. Step by step, day by day. Uh, Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World. I watched that. When this boy meets world. Sister, sister. Did you ever watch that? Yes. Sister, sister. Did you watch Living Color? In Living Color. Yes. That was the um, sketch comedy show, right? Okay. Not in Living Color. Living, no, living Single. Living Single. Then no. I watched In Living Color. In Living Color. <laughs> Oh, what about Martin? Did you watch Martin? <sighs> like a little bit. That was like a. You're the worst. If I still wanted to watch TV, I would. We did the Cosby Show. <laughs> that feels tone deaf <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Whatever. There's so many. Cosby. Why don't they make good television like they used to? Right. TV used to be crazy good. You know what? I take it back. There's still a lot of crazy good TV. <sighs> it's I just say, not on the TV anymore. Now it's all on streaming channels. I say that's what we do. We try and find like a quiz that's 90s 
television. Okay. 90s television quiz. And I remember like two things about Alf. Well, yeah. And that's it. (laughs) He's an alien life form. I mean, that's an obvious, but I mean, I remember that he wanted to eat a cat. Oh, yeah. And that, like, they ended the show with him getting captured, and then that was just like the end. Yeah. That was gone. (laughs) They were just done. (laughs) I feel like all 90s shows, like family shows, except for Growing Pains and Full House, all lived in the same home. Just saying. It's the same set. It. Same I really set. feel like just they change just out, changed a change couple out what's things. What's on the walls? Yeah. <laughs> Put a different blanket over the the uh, couch. And yep. Good. Roseanne. <laughs> I'm telling you, they're all. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, coming up next hour, we share more of your embarrassing church stories. We'll be back with more of the morning side hug right here on Back Row Radio. Side hug. We hope you're enjoying our mix of music this morning on Back Row Radio. At the top of the hour, we're talking more about your embarrassing church stories. But first, here's your lifeline. Angie, I'm glad we could get together to talk. Oh, no problem. Now, exactly why are you depressed? Well, the other day I was driving down the freeway. No wonder you're depressed. Those freeways are so congested. Take the back roads. It wasn't congested when I was driving. Oh, you were lucky. Anyway, you were saying? Okay, I was driving in my car. Sell your car. Sell my car? It's only going to break down. It only has 20,000 miles on it. It's just a matter of time before it's more trouble than it's worth. Anyway, you were saying? Well, I was on my way to work. Quit your job. Quit my job? I love my job. Of course you do. We all love our jobs. It's the people we can't stand. I don't think it's my job that's causing my depression. Hun, do you know the number one cause of depression? Friends who won't listen? Nope. Poor work conditions. I'd quit. Anyway, anything else you need? Just someone to talk to. Yeah. And anytime you want to talk again, just call. I'm all ears. The Bible says he who answers before listening, that is his fault. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And we're going to kick off the second hour with five random facts. Five random facts. Switzerland. 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 doing a little bit of celebrating today for the <laughs> second anniversary. And Switzerland hasn't had landfills. That was Switzerland hasn't had landfills since 2000. 50% of their municipal waste is recycled, and 50% is incinerated to produce electricity. I mean... They know where it's at. That's good. Uh-huh. Just thinking about a plan B can make you less likely to achieve plan A, according to research published in Organizational Behavior and Human Decision Processes. <laughs> Sounds like a thrilling magazine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's weird. Just even coming up with a plan B and like thinking about how you're going to handle it when this version fails makes you more likely to fail at that version. Makes sense to me. Listen, I'm living on plan B's right now. (laughs) And so I just, I I can't. I can't with this one. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) Eating two burgers is healthier than eating one burger with a side of fries, according to Harvard Health. Mm Mm-hmm. Goes into that whole keto thing. Yeah. Fries are terrible for you. 
<laughs> there's no there's no redeeming benefit. That's fair. <clears throat> the most common street name in the U.S. is Second Street. The second most common is Third Street, and the third most common is First Street. <laughs> and time anxiety occurs in a person when they are perpetually afraid of being late or of others being late. Yeah, that I is think me. my mom has this. No, that's me to a T. Yeah. Yeah. Like, especially when it's when I can't control what's starting at that time. Mm-hmm. Like, if we need to be somewhere and it's starting, I have got to be there early. Yeah. And you can really tell that, like, on trips. Like, you remember our trip to uh, California for the summit. I had a schedule of everything that was down to the minute for the entire five days we were gone. Because I wanted to make sure we were there. And oftentimes we were there too early. But that was better than being there late. And uh, that happened. So were like you a-, a pain in the morning? Because Chris and I always had to leave before y'all left. Oh, that's true. Y'all did have to go early because you were the state rep. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all absolutely I was. Yeah. Banging pots. Time to get up. Were you? No, not really. Oh. But I wasn't. I, I really was, was kind of hoping I was you were. rushing people out the door. We got to go. Let's go. Everybody. Out the door. Out the door now. (laughs) They're probably thinking, you should have left with Chris and Megan. (laughs) But yeah, like if it's a movie or something, I got to be there half an hour before the movie starts. And I mean, by there, I mean sitting in the chair in the theater half an hour before the movie starts. Nope. See, so that's how my mom is. She's very similar. And that's how I grew up. And so now I'm just like, we will get there. Just a constant rebellion of that idea. (laughs) But it's because I can remember feeling so anxious and so consumed with this like, oh my gosh, not only do we have to be there, but my mom's going to kill me if we're not there. (laughs) And then we would always be there a ridiculous amount of time early and just sitting there waiting. And I'm thinking I could have finished my hair. (laughs) Well, see, my best friend in high school, uh, Dakota, he also, he was the opposite. He was whatever. Mm-hmm. And so we would often go to movies together, but we would like go to Taco Bell first and then we go get the movie. Well, if you're going to eat at Taco Bell, you need to schedule like, you know, the half an hour it's going to take to wait for your food and then to eat it. And, and then go poop afterwards. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to phrase it differently, but whatever. Um, And so we're doing doing this. And nearly every time we do this, he doesn't show up to Taco Bell till like five minutes before we're already supposed to be leaving to go see the movie. And so there were multiple times where we're like late to the movie. And it had been driving me so bananas that I started... Telling him the movie was half an hour earlier than it was. Mm-hmm. And I remember I successfully pulled that off like three times before he caught on. And he was really upset with me <laughs> when he caught on. I'm like, dude, if you would just... <laughs> when when you're supposed to leave, that's the time you leave. That's not the time you get up to get ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he would say, ah, I need to, I needed to throw in a shower real quick. Like, so you got up to leave and realized you needed to take a shower when you were leaving? And so, you know, it's stuff like that. It drives me sad. And my brother-in-law does the same thing to this day. Their whole family is never on time for any family event. 
Christmas, Thanksgiving, all these things. We're going to start at this time. Okay. You can always bet it's going to be another hour or more before they show up. So we never come prepared to do anything on time anymore. Yeah. It's because my brother-in-law does that same thing. He's like, oh, we got to leave here in five minutes. I'm going to go take a shower, do my hair, use a bathroom, and then we'll go. And that's what happens. Chris's parents <laughs> were that way. Notoriously <laughs> that way. So much so that... His sister, Chris's sister, was the last one out of the three to get married. And so she had told, we were actually stationed in Italy. We had to fly home for the wedding. We were staying with Chris's parents. We were told we needed to be at the church at this time. Okay. Mm. So we get there. Our family is ready. I've got two toddlers that I've gotten clean, dressed. We are out the door. And his mom is just going upstairs to take a shower and get ready. <laughs> so we get to the church and Chris's sister is there and she's doing, you know, the bridal stuff, doing her hair, getting her dress on, everything, taking all those pictures. And I asked her, I said, I thought, I thought we were supposed to be here. Like, you know, why is, are we running late? What's, the, you know, thinking that the bridal party was running late and that we were the ones that were on time. Yeah. And she was like, no, I actually had to tell you guys to be here two and a half hours early because you're staying in the same house as mom and dad. And it's the time that I told them to be there. And I didn't want any conflicting stories. <laughs> By the way, do you know where mom and dad are? And I'm like, yeah, your mom was just going up to take a shower. And she's like, oh my gosh. She told her two and a half hours early. And she was still an hour late. Oh, my gosh. To totally missed the pictures of, like, helping Nicole get her dress on and the mom, like, wow. tying the back. And, yeah. Yep. Goodness gracious. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, how do you not know that you have that problem? And how do you not work to correct it? <laughs> I, I, we would tell Julie all the time. Exactly what you just said. The time that you have to leave is not the time to get up and go take the shower. Right. The time you have to leave is when you need to be walking out the door. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a random fact that got away from us. Oh. We are sharing more <laughs> of your uh, embarrassing church stories. We went on our Facebook group, Back Row Baptist Church, and asked you to share with us some stories of your embarrassment in the church. And uh, you came through with over 90 responses. And so we shared just a few of them on Tuesday. We're going to share a few more today. And who knows? We'll go through these multiple days uh, over the coming weeks until we get through them all. Uh, but let's see here. We're going to start with Matthew Winters. He says, I was dating the lady who is now my wife. And my kids and I stayed at her house late Saturday night watching a movie. As a result, the kids went to bed late and had to get up early. We got through Sunday morning church just fine. At the beginning of the Sunday night service, I was on stage to lead worship when the pastor began the service with, How is everyone doing tonight? My son, who was 10 at the time, said, I'm horrible and it's all his, pointing at me, fault. That boy has always kept things interesting. I was embarrassed while the rest of the church found it funny. I'm horrible and it's, it's all, all his, his fault. fault. <laughs> Can you imagine that in the middle of the church service? How's everyone doing tonight? I'm horrible! And it's all his fault! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Chris Meserer. Meserer. I have never seen that name. M-E-S-S-E-R-E-R. Meserer. Is it Meserer? Is it Meserer? I don't know. When I was a kid, there was a man in church that I thought looked like a pro wrestler from WWE. 
My dad dared me to ask him if he was a wrestler. Needless to say, the guy thought I was crazy, and my parents had to explain what was going on. Are you a wrestler? Do you work for the WWE? Ma- Ma- Melinda, again. You really have got to... M-A-L-Y-N-D-A. Malinda? Melinda? It's Melinda. But I've never seen it spelled that way. Why are all these names spelled all weird? It's Melinda. All right, Han. Melinda Han. Uh, no offense, Melinda. Sorry. It's your name, and you should be proud of it. You are so offensive. <laughs> Almost 20 years ago at Wednesday Night Teen Group, there was a commotion a few rows ahead where I'm sitting with my friends. Three boys are beat red, laughing about something, and loudly whispering back and forth. They are so new to the youth pastor, kind, uh, so new, the youth pastor kindly asked them to stop. They settle down, and he continues. A minute later, there's a commotion in the row behind them. Very similar behavior by a group of regular attendees. This time, the youth pastor makes a big deal of scolding them. You should know better, blah, 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 blah. They settle down with some difficulty. A minute later, my friend suddenly jumps in her seat, turns red, and ever so quietly coughs. I turned to look at her questioningly. Suddenly, this acrid, burning, flatulent odor slaps me in the face. It stings my eyes. It's so bad. I choke down any noises I'm tempted to make. We're not going to get yelled at again. Less than a minute later, the youth pastor chokes mid-sentence, turns red, and starts chuckling himself. It had reached him in the front, and now he's trying to pretend nothing is wrong, so he doesn't look like <laughs> I've had those kind of uh, flatulent occurrences before. It's always fun to watch the people keel over one by one down the hall. <laughs> if you never, you like you've never had a bad fart, Mo. <laughs> that's Your not silence what I is said. deafening. I that's I have absolutely had the worst of all. <laughs> toots but like when i'm in a public place okay if i'm in a walmart yeah i'll silently let it go You'll because that's the whole store it, it could have been me or it could have been that person or that person or any of the other 20 people that are around me but when you're at church <laughs> no because people are gonna know that that was you and now this image of this beautiful, always on point female that I am <laughs> is completely tainted with the smell of my booty. <laughs> I'm just envisioning you walking with your family and one of your kids farts and blames <gasps> it on you. And you're like, no, it wasn't me. Which one of you was it? Oh, so nobody farted? So. <laughs> Can I tell a story? So mama farted now? Can I tell a story? Hmm. For real? Can yeah, I? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. This is, this is this our is, morning show. Mo. This is not my story. Do whatever we want. And Nick, I love you so much. <laughs> okay. This was my mother-in-law's favorite story to tell. Okay. okay. She was in the grocery store. Christopher was a baby. My husband was a baby. And his brother and sister, Nick and Nicole, are twins. And they're five years older than he is. Okay. So she's in the grocery store get doing her grocery shopping with all three. And she has got serious gas. And she knows that it's about to come out. She's got to just let it happen. But people around her are going to know. Okay. So 
in her mom brain, she immediately thinks, I can pick up one of the kids. I've got three easy targets right here in front of me. Well, Christopher's just a baby. I can't use him. Nicole will call me out and, and say that, no, mom, that was you. I will pick up Nicholas. <laughs> and so she picks up Nick, lets her fart out, holds him away from her at arm's length and <laughs> says, Nicholas, I cannot believe you did that, and sets him down. And poor Nick is just looking up at her like, Betrayed. what are you even talking about right <laughs> Oh my gracious. That's awful. <laughs> so betrayed by mom. Wow. So I, I hope that made my brother in law smile today. <laughs> uh, another one from Chris Messerer. Uh also there was this time when I was uh, like in kindergarten and I was a shepherd in the Christmas pageant. I wanted to show everyone that it really wasn't baby Jesus in the manger. It was a doll from the nursery. So somehow I thought it'd be wise to pull baby Jesus's head off during the pageant. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, man. Okay. Robin Coe said, in the early iPhone days, we were visiting my mom's church. My son was unsure about attending church, uh, children's church, so we took him with us. Climbed to the balcony and sat sandwiched between other churchgoers. The pastor stood and told us that uh, where to turn in our Bibles. My husband grabbed his iPhone and got to the Bible app for my son to read along. As it was getting passed to my son, the music got triggered, and a rap pop song from High School Musical starts going off at full volume. We could not get it to shut off. All eyes were on us. My husband grabbed the phone, jumped the people in the way, and raced down the stairs to get outside so he could figure it out. Not funny then, super funny now. <laughs> yeah, it's even worse when you're in the balcony. Yeah. Because that's being, everybody's hearing that. And then it's such a long way to get out of the building. Yep. <laughs> okay. Mary Edna Ryan says, I have a tendency to sneeze rather loudly. And one Sunday in the church, uh, old church building, I sneezed. And the pastor who had been going on about how wicked a king was, heard the sneeze and interrupted himself to say, that was a well-placed amen. To make it worse, the sneeze had also uh, was also heard on the radio when the church service would broadcast. And at least one of my friends said they recognized my sneeze. On a side note, I was at my part-time job as a dishwasher when I sneezed, and one of the church members heard it in the dining area and recognized me. <laughs> I remember we had a girl in sixth grade. Uh, I was in fifth grade. So she was one grade above me, but we were all sitting in the lunchroom, and she would sneeze like that. She would. It would always be like a ah, choo, really small choo, but a loud roar beforehand. And I'm thinking to myself, you don't need to do that. That's not part of the sneeze. It's not necessary. The sneeze is the chew part. The ah, the roaring back is not a... <laughs> but there are some people who are just so... Like, that's how they do it. And they she can't was, stop doing it. She was scared. <laughs> ah, no, please. She was afraid chew. her brain was going to explode <laughs> through her nostrils. All right, let's do one more for today here. Yeah. Don Rose Bauman. Uh, 
said, I was a high schooler in the late 80s. I was in the choir in a small conservative Baptist church. Normally, the choir entered and exited through a side door to the choir loft on the platform. But for some reason, on this particular Sunday, we had to walk down the five front steps and sit on the front row of the auditorium. I was the first one to come down off the stage. I was wearing those smooth ballet flats, and my foot hit the first carpeted stair, and down I went. Both legs in the air, with a skirt on, of course, and bounced on my butt down all five stairs onto the hard floor at the bottom. Being a high school girl, my only thought while bouncing down the stairs was, please, Lord, let me be unconscious when I hit the bottom. (laughs) Instead, I was fully conscious and aware that while the rest of the congregation was gasping in fear, my dad was laughing hysterically. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Those ballet flats will get you. Yeah. They are the worst. I had a pair probably close to around the same time, but I was younger and I was running up my grandparents' brick steps and Ooh. slipped and busted my chin wide open. Hey, hey, hey. I still have a scar. Can yeah. you see it? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Did you see my boogers in my nose, too? I wasn't looking, but now I did because you leaned back and pointed to your nose, so it's good. I can't get it. <laughs> if I rub them down, just on the outside. I, does that work? I've tried that before. Like No, I just wind up like stabbing the inside of my nasal cavity with it when I try and do that. Like, ah, oh, don't ever do that again. What's the point of boogers? Boogers are not, they don't have a point. I mean, they're, they're, they're your nose collecting dirt and junk. Why? So uh, Why? The, the point of it, the, no, the nose is the point of it because it catches it all. I just think boogers are So you are don't dumb. need them, so get them out. Boogers are dumb. <laughs> I had a... Boogers my, ruin my, my life on a daily basis, okay? <laughs> my older brother would farmer blow his boogers out you know what that is where you hold one yeah. nostril chris does it all the but time just in the middle of wherever we'll be walking along the street we'll be right outside of walmart oh yeah <laughs> right there on the ground you're a splat yeah chris does I'm that just, too oh nasty uh-huh. nastiness i only do that in the shower and even then i'm never really successful well <laughs> in the shower i don't hold my nostril i just blow out both nostrils as Ooh. hard as i can oh it feels good Ooh. <laughs> no 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 i yeah. feel like your brain would pop out it's too much you gotta be able to just focus the pressure on one side you can't just <laughs> out both no <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> i totally do it all the time uh, <laughs> nope that scares me <laughs> Coming up next hour, looking back on these first two years at Back Row Radio. We'll be back with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. You're listening to the Morning Side Hug here on Back Row Radio, sharing airtime with the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie. At the top of the hour, we're talking about 2018, the year Back Row Radio launched. But first... Here's Mike and Dooley. Here we go with Mike and Dooley. I like I that one. Dooley, and, and this I, is Mike. Michael. Mr. Dooley. Mr. Michael. I got a little secret for you. Hit me. It's you, You're going to be overwhelmed. Uh, story of my life. Everything on the internet is not true. No. Yes, America, it's true. Everything on the internet is not true. Why do people, when they read it, or you get this email 
or somebody sends you something, forwards you some comment, it's true. You, it's so the guy in wherever that asked me for $10, who's going to send me a million back? No, that's true. That's true? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's true. I don't know. But that's true. We people, well, we people, we the people. <laughs> but I think a lot of times it's true. We look at things on the internet and we take it as just the truth. Yeah. You get forwarded an email, you get forwarded a, a, a website, and instead of doing the research, yep. You just believe what you got because that's what you want to believe. I, I agree wholeheartedly. And you don't want to take the time to go put in the effort to yep. find out the truth because what they've sent you, you want to be the truth. I, and you don't want to find out anything any different. You ready for this? Yes. We do the same thing with God's Word, with oh, the Bible. Here, okay. Here's true. The Amen. So I think there's a lot of times that we take what other people say about God's Word and we take that as gospel instead of just reading it for ourselves. Right. Which, I, in a lot of ways, that's why people have all these misnomers about things that are in Scripture. Like, God helps those who help themselves. P.S., by the way, not in the Bible. <laughs> but people have said it a lot, and so people think there. You know what? So just like you're saying we need to research and we need to study, we need to do the same thing with God's as Christians. We need to do the same thing with God's Word. Take the time. We do the research. The time, read the Bible. Read it and see what God has in store and read what the Bible really says, not just what people say. They may right. be telling you the truth, they may not. That's right. So take the time. Take the time to do your research and come up with your own opinion. That, that was a good one. Thank you. Good Thank job. You. Thank you. Hey, hope you have a great week. This has been Here We Go with Mike and Julie. Bye. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Backrow Morning Show here on BackrowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And uh, it's been two years. We've been doing this for two years. Not the morning show, per se, but the radio station has been on for two years as of today. We launched... Got ourselves a toddler. June 18th of 2018. And uh, yeah, we, we thought about what we would talk about today. And last year on the show, for the one anniversary, one year anniversary, we talked about... A lot about behind the process of starting the radio station, why we got to that point, why we wanted to do it, and how well it had gone. Uh, you know, not much has changed. Why rehash all that again just a year later? So what we decided we would do instead is, since we're living in a time of perpetual anxiety that has become 2020, let's look back on 2018, which at the time we all hated, but now... Looks so much better. I'll go back. Than where we are today. <laughs> so we're going to look at some of the uh, bigger pop culture moments from 2018 to talk about our memories. Uh, let's see here. Kanye visited the White House. Do you remember this? He came in the, the MAGA hat and everything and sat there and talked in the office with I do remember. Donald Trump. <laughs> I remember that. But let's see, some real ones here. Okay. Hawaii sends out the false alarm. Do you remember that? The nah, the no. government in Hawaii accidentally sent an emergency alert to every cell phone in Hawaii that said, ballistic missile threat inbound to Hawaii. Seek immediate shelter. This is not a drill. I do remember <laughs> I do remember. And then after that, I would have a really difficult time being like, but it says it's not a drill, but you're trying to tell me it, w it was an accident. I, d I don't know who to believe right now. Yeah. I mean, that's just. Talking about living in perpetual anxiety. Hawaii is still living in anxiety. <laughs> 
Israel. <laughs> Two years later. But then you get that message the second time at any point. If you got it the first time, you get it the second time. Five years later, nah, someone hit the button again. Go about your day. I was about to say something not racist, I guess, but just very area biased. Say, pass me a coconut or something like that. I mean... What do you what do you do? I haven't ever been to Hawaii. I've had the opportunity twice and it never worked out. They don't even never have coconuts go. in Hawaii. Do they not have coconuts in Hawaii? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I've never oh. been. <laughs> I was about to say everything about my life is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh twenty eighteen, the greatest crossover movie event in history with Avengers. Infinity War. Yep. That was such a good movie. That was two years ago. Yes. And Endgame was just last year. <laughs> wow. Did I tell you that um, I have online, there was a, a guy who took both movies and the end credit scenes from the other two movies that were in between the Captain Marvel and uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp that tied into the, mm-hmm. in between the two mm-hmm. movies and like seamlessly meshed them together into one big five hour film maybe you did tell me called avengers infinity game and it's beautiful it is a masterpiece i have two of those such five hour masterpieces in my collection now that one and the other one is back to the future that's as the one. one movie yeah yeah that, you that's one i did i built that one okay good for you i didn't put it on the internet though for other people to steal not that i stole this but we'll forget it <laughs> 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 all right 2018 the tide pod challenge oh <laughs> man this year marked the first year in which a number of humans decided to publicly eat laundry detergent for fun Twenty eighteen. I mean <laughs> the year society went downhill. According to Vice, Poison Control received eighty six calls regarding tide related poisonings just in the first three weeks of twenty eighteen. Oh my word. <laughs> wow. Oh, it seems such like a carefree time compared to now. Let's go back to Tide Pods. Now we got people doing the coronavirus challenge where they're licking toilet seats. Are they really? Yes. Ew. Yes. Ew. Yes. Oh, man. All right. Let's see here. Uh, A lot of these are sad. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Cardi B threw a shoe at Nicki Minaj. Oh, Uh, let's see here. Crockpot of death. What's this one? I don't remember this. This year's season of the hit show This Is Us Us. featured a surprise sudden death. Oh, that's right. Spoiler alert. If that wasn't enough drama in itself, the show's creators sparked a fury within the home cooking community when the death was the result of a crockpot. Fear afterward reached uh, such a fever pitch that the show's creator, Dan Fogelman, felt the need to tweet out a reminder that it was a 20-year-old fictional crockpot with an already funky switch. Let's not jump or just lump all of those lovely, hardworking crockpots together. 
that was the kind of uh, <laughs> lumping together we were worried about back in 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, the jumping to conclusions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the wide swath cutting. I'm, uh, I'm glad here. that that's where your mind went also <laughs> because that's why my head is currently in my hands. <laughs> it does make you long for 2018. Oh, <laughs> good grief. Things were so much easier. We had the yodeling kid. Remember the yodeling kid? A uh, few people had a better 2018 than Mason Ramsey, whom you may know as Yodeling Kid, after being caught on camera greeting customers at an Illinois Walmart with a yodeled rendition of Lovesick Blues. The 11-year-old, along with his signature red bow tie and cowboy boots, went viral. As a result, Ramsey performed at Coachella, performed on Ellen, and even signed a deal with Atlantic Records. Something says we'll likely be seeing a lot more of this precious young fella. I don't think we ever did. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had his 15 minutes and they were done. And that was it. He was the uh, William Hung of 2018. Had your 15 minutes. You got to make your, your little statement in front of everybody and then you were done. And you done. The novelty wore off. All right. Let's see here. Um, red hair emojis. Apparently, the red-headed folks of this world were left out of emojis until 2018. Well, that's because they were all supposed to be extinct. <laughs> How are there still red-headed people? How do you keep surviving? Okay. Ooh, more sad stuff. Oh, gosh, a racist one. Wow. Okay, here we go. Skipping all the sad stuff. <laughs> IHOP became IHOB. Uh-huh. Remember that? Uh-huh. I think that was a brilliant marketing campaign. A lot of people crapped all over them, but I really yeah. think it was a good one. Um, flipping the P upside down. They had smartly like saved their Twitter, Twitter, uh, IHOP, Twiddle, Twiddle, I can't, blah, 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 blah. IHOP, Twitter, Handle. Mm, on some other fake account so they could change their actual Twitter account to IHOB. And so a lot of people really thought they were serious, that Mm -hmm. they were actually doing this forever. And it was smart. It was just the smartest way to get press. Yeah. Everybody was talking about it. It was big news for a long time. Even if it was negative stuff, there's no such thing as negative press when it comes to advertising. It's true. Unless you're being called racist Something like that. Chick-fil-A gets a lot of negative press as well. Not for racism, but for other things. <sighs> there's still, you know what? There's still, just a side tangent. A lot of people posting about, like, I can't eat a Chick-fil-A because of where they give their money to. Literally last year, every Christian was upset that Chick-fil-A changed where they were giving their money to. To not be those places. They've already changed. Mm-hmm. They did what you wanted. Mm-hmm. So stop. Just go eat there now, right? <laughs> Christians are the biggest group of stubborn people you will ever meet. <sighs> I'm just saying, we dig our heels in. We really do. Over a, a, a lot of things. Right. We were upset that they changed. And we talked about this on the show. Christians were, were upset that they changed where they were giving money to. They were still giving their money to charities, like charities that did really good things. Mm-hmm. They just weren't specifically, didn't have any specific focused on like LGBT or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the, the recovery from that. 
mm-hmm. which one of the companies that they gave to did. So, I mean, it's still, money's still going good places. Mm-hmm. Why is it such, anyway, two tangents. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> that was my my rapper nickname in high school. Two tangents. <laughs> tangents in the building Mm. oh man uh other brands got in on the fun too netflix tweeted be right back changing my name to netflib less than a week later it was only a week wow it felt like a longer time it really did the chain reverted to its original name explaining that we'd never turn our back on pancakes wendy's meanwhile asserted they'd never really fallen for the gag writing in response to one twitter user's lamentation that the entire incident was a joke of course it was (laughs) uh the fluff challenge you had a dog at this time. Did you do the fluff challenge? No, I don't think so, because I don't know what it is. <laughs> this was the rise of more humane, though devious, YouTube pranks. Most notably, the What the Fluff challenge. In it, a human dog or cat owner reveals themselves multiple times behind a blanket to their oh, pet, you know? yeah. And then before dropping the blanket and disappearing, that old magic trick. When that happens, the animal almost always immediately reacts, jumping out of concern that their owner had simply vanished and moments later or minutes, depending on how cruel they are, the owner reappears and the pet is excited as ever for their return. While it's a bit of emotional manipulation, it's highly effective and let, uh, led to some great reaction videos. So with our newest dog, Athena, I just tried this a couple weeks ago and stood in the doorway, held up the big blanket, pulled it down, held it up again, and she comes walking through the blanket to the other side like i am not falling for this you can stop with your stupid joke (laughs) (laughs) oh all right uh movie a star is born came out Mm -hmm. which is actually what like the fourth version of this movie that's been made in time really yeah it's like the fourth reboot Hmm. like every generation has a new a star is born version and then that also led to that incredibly uncomfortable award show. With Bradley Cooper and yeah, Lady Gaga. where they were singing and her, that song. H- and her mom. His, wife, his wife, wife is in the audience. Just wearing a plastered smile on her face, knowing that it's incredibly uncomfortable while they're like nuzzling up there at the keyboard. Like, you're not in character right now. This is incredibly uncomfortable for everybody watching. But... That... That, uh, yeah. I can watch a lot of movies or a lot of TV shows and disconnect the fact that, you know, they're they're in character right now. I don't know what it was about A Star is Born. Maybe it was everything that led up to it and everything that followed after, but everything about that made me uncomfortable. I feel like it was across the board, a sweeping question mark on everybody's face. Are they having an affair? <laughs> like, is this a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here was the big debate 2018. Do you remember what it was? No. Was it Yanny or Laurel? Hmm. That was only two years ago. That seems like a lifetime ago at this point. 
Two years ago, stark, insurmountable differences arising between family members, loved ones, and fellow citizens. Just like the dress before it, the Yanny or Laurel debate all began with an innocent piece of media, this time a low-grade audio clip whose contents appeared to reveal themselves differently to separate sets of listeners. While some clearly heard Yanny, others distinctly heard Laurel, with seemingly no room for compromise in between when it came to this pop culture trend. Yanny. <laughs> Laurel. Yanny. Laurel. Of all people, it was former basketball star Charles Barkley who perhaps provided the one possibility for coming together. Everyone could agree, that is, that Barkley was certainly wrong when he suggested the possibility that the audio clip actually says donut. I don't remember that. No. <laughs> I remember listening to Yanny and Laurel, the recording, while riding in the back of the church van. You and Deidre were up front. Mm-hmm. Were we doing toilets? I think we were, yeah, we were doing the toilet fundraiser. Toileting people's yards. Yeah. Were we doing toilets? Everyone's, what is, what? What? <laughs> What'd they say? What? Doing toilets? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> There was a fundraiser where we put old nasty toilets in people's yards, and, and they, they had, had to, to pay, pay to, get to get them was, taken out. It was out. essentially a reverse ransom. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of kidnapping something, we're leaving something here. It worked. He wants to come get it. So you could pay us a certain amount to come get it, or you could also pay us a different amount to come get it and put it in someone else's yard. <laughs> I also remember being deathly afraid of putting it in Tim and Ella's yard because I knew for sure that Tim was coming out. Come out with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> like we're pulling up and I'm like, okay, guys, you've got to just set it down and get in the van and we're going like fast, 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 fast. <laughs> like Tim, Tim is an old man. Like he's old. He, he's got a lot of health issues. But when he's ready to shoot something, he's ready to shoot something. Mm-hmm. Not too long ago, like something fell in the sanctuary, like a book fell off like the ledge of the sound booth or something. That you hear just a loud bang on the floor. Tim flipping rolled out of his chair, drew his gun, didn't like wasn't holding it up like, but it was like out of its holster yeah. before he realized what has happened. Like a split second. I'm like, okay. All right. I'm safe. I'm safe. Unless uh, I drop a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the what saved it for me, because I only heard Laurel. I could never hear Yanny. What saved it for me is one of those, one of the, I don't know if it was like the New York Times or something, some website like that came yep. up with a slider yep. where you could change the... the Frequency. The, the pitch. Thank That's what you. it was. You could change the pitch of it. And when you you'd raise it just a little higher, then I could clearly hear suddenly Yanny. Yeah. Yanny. Just such a strange And it thing. was the opposite for me. All that I could hear was Yanny until I took it down a little bit and then I heard Laurel. Mm. Yep. And then the dress thing a couple of years before. <sighs> white the way and I gold. finally was able to I only ever saw blue and black. I could not see white and gold. All I ever saw was white and, and I gold. showed I showed it to Deidre. I'm like, what color is this dress? Like white and Yellow, gold, I guess. And I said, are you, do you know what this is? Are you just playing with me right now? This is clearly <laughs> black and blue. So, are you looking at the picture? Like, because she hadn't heard about any of this yet. Yeah. And so, 
I thought that, you know, I was sneaking up on her with this thing. And so the only way I could see it the other way is I had to, like, lean my computer screen back mm -hmm. to where it starts to uh, do the negative image just a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then I could see it differently. I'm like, oh, that's so weird. There's also a pair of Vans that they're gray and teal or white and pink. And all I can ever see is gray and teal. What? Okay. Vans, gray, and teal. Ooh. Okay. And all you see is what? Gray and teal. Yeah, that's what I see. Okay. Gray and teal. How does anybody see white and pink in there? I have no idea. I have no idea. But Chris sees white and pink. No. Really? I don't get it. That doesn't even do that here. It does do it right there. Really? Oh, my goodness. Bending it forward, I can see white and pink. Weird, man. What is... I don't understand these things. So weird. But do you know that that has me, like, freaking out when I go to pick out outfits or do something? Because, like... <laughs> Who's seeing the exact opposite of what I'm exactly. wearing? Exactly. <laughs> are these pants black or are they yellow? Like, well, that just, that just reminds me of the whole idea of there's no way to prove any of us are seeing the same colors. Yeah. Like, if I say this is red and you agree with me that's red, there's nothing to say that we're both seeing the actual same red. Red, yeah. <laughs> like, your red could be my blue, but we could never figure that out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. And that's terrifying. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, let's see here. What else happened? What else happened? Sad people dying. Don't want to talk about that. Split ups. Uh... Elon, Elon Musk met Grimes. Who is Grimes? It's such a weird name for a person. Grimes. Grimes. Not as weird as their child's name. A-E-X-I-V whatever 12. Some weird name there. Well, you know, <laughs> freedom of choice. <laughs> All right. The In My Feelings Challenge, where fans would dance to Drake's hit song In My Feelings from the Scorpion album, outside the passenger seat of their car. You remember these? Yes. They along and they yes. The dance thing. Yep. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I had no idea what was going on when I started seeing those pop up everywhere. I didn't realize it was a challenge. I'm just like, why are people doing this? <laughs> uh, we have the first female Doctor Who. Really? Which is cool. Yeah. Jodie Whittaker. People were obviously upset about it first one out of the 13 or whatever that had happened before that was a female but there was no reason why it couldn't be a female yeah so i was fine with it um i like it the show has obviously taken a bit of a feminist bend with this section because that was the kind of the whole point really uh but that aside the show's still great it's actually darker lately which is weird it's kind of scary Deidre can't watch it anymore no yeah it's too scary uh, <laughs> Incredibles 2 came out, which was controversial. That, it was controversial. <laughs> do you remember? Yeah. I think it wasn't really made for children. Right. <laughs> right. I can remember that. And that is what started, I feel like. I mean, do you think it started? Because after that, then Lion King did the remake, and Aladdin did the remake, and so even though it wasn't a two, I can remember questioning whether or not 
Lion King and Aladdin and the the new new were Disney movies were going to follow suit with Incredibles oh, okay. two. So or it just if like they shook everybody to, up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know if I can trust these new movies that are advertised towards kids. It looks right. Like. Right. I get you. Yeah. Um and what's funny is like I wouldn't have stopped my kid from watching Incredibles two because of that. The only concern I had was that fight scene with the guy where it's black and white, black and white, lights flashing. Yeah. Where, like, my kid's going to have a seizure. He's going <laughs> to freak out. It's going to be so frightening for him. But I liked that movie. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. I think it was worth the wait. It was a really good story. <laughs> oh, also, Toy Story. That's what it was. Toy Story 4. Yeah. You were worried that they were going to yep. do that. Toy Story yep. 4 was great, too, man. It really was. I wasn't expecting that at all. I expected a tacked on unnecessary story but ooh, it, it was, was good great. it, it was really great. might be one of like one and four i think are my favorites i agree yeah four is definitely above the other two and yeah. i still like the other two a lot yeah but four was just out of the park yeah so different and so good uh and i really liked i'm sorry if you haven't seen it it's been a while i really liked how they softened the bad guy at the end yeah they didn't do that with with number three which they could have they didn't do that with number two which they could have they didn't soften the villains in either of those movies and they had the opportunity to they even teased it with number three who was the villain in two two was the old prospector guy okay and number three was the bear they teased it with the bear yeah and then just made him more evil because he tried to kill him yeah at that point yeah. I'm like, ah, we need some sort of redemption. You got to have a redemptive story somewhere. And then they Gabby, did it. Gabby. They did it with Gabby. Yep. I was so happy. Yep. <clears throat> that was good. That it was, was a man. great ending. Great movie. Ooh. All right. Lastly, Toys R Us closed. Aww. I remember that was one of our earliest shows. We talked about Toys R Us closing. We played that uh, minor key version of the Toys R Us theme song. Yeah. You remember that really sad version of mm-hmm. Toys R Us kids? Well, and I can remember thinking, you know, just like everything else, it's they're, it's, they're only toying with us. And I didn't mean that pun. But they're only <laughs> they're gonna something's gonna happen. They're gonna come back. They're gonna have some sort of savior that's gonna be okay. They are fine. Don't worry. And they really weren't. Yeah. Now, there have still been rumors that they're going to be coming back in some other form, like in smaller stores and malls. But then that was before this whole COVID-19 thing happened. That's true. Where now malls are dying at a quicker, quicker rate because nobody's been going to them at all and probably likely won't go back in big numbers for a long time. Even the Mall of freaking America. Yeah. That gigantic, most popular tourist attraction type mall is already, like I think, on the verge of declaring bankruptcy or something like That's something sad. huge so yeah malls That's really uh, sad I, I don't know if i'm just clinging to the idea of malls because we grew up in the 90s and they were such a big destination for kids back they then. were but i'm just like it's really sad to see malls yeah, go downhill i agree like i'm almost i'd almost prefer to go to a, a rundown crappy mall than no mall at all you know yeah, what i mean i can agree with that <laughs> um were, was there ever a kb toys here I feel like there was a really long time ago yeah. a KB Toys in our mall. Yeah. If not a KB, uh, a similar yeah. vein. But yeah, I remember KB Toys. Are they still around or no? I, I feel honestly... Like they, I feel like they only come up in Christmas. Like, I feel like they're one of those stores now that, like, 
rent one of the empty storefronts in the mall every Christmas. Yeah, I don't just know. Just open up for that. I don't know. The mall that I grew up with had a KB Toys. Yeah. And I can, re- it was like the most packed, jam packed, tiny, itty bitty space, but every single toy that you could possibly imagine. Oh, yeah. In this place. They had like, tons of them. Every square inch of this store was covered. And I remember the aisles were so close together that even as a kid, you couldn't stand two people in the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, that's a good way to social distance. You, The aisles are so small that you don't Only even want to. one person can fit in a Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I think, I think that's what currently Toys R Us is looking like trying to come back as. Yeah. A very small toy store in a mall. Uh, which, I mean, when you really think about it, Toys R Us having a, just a giant, nearly Walmart-sized store just for toys, yeah, it can't be sustainable today, you know? Most people don't even go online for toys. I mean, go into stores for toys anymore anyway. They go online or they go to Walmart where they're already going to go to get their groceries because Walmart has a giant toy section now. See, I'm such a like <clears throat> old school kind of person that and very much a procrastinator that if I need a toy, it's typically for a birthday of some sort. Mm-hmm. And I've forgotten about the birthday until the day of the party. <laughs> and so, no, I don't have time to go searching online for a gift but well yeah and toys r us at least the ones around us the one like in lubbock and uh amarillo amarillo and albuquerque and all them they had focused uh heavily on like collectibles too like they had a giant collectible section so like funko pops and other things of that nature and that was a lot of their driving revenue for a while that in video games Mm -hmm. and uh so i liked that aspect because most places that you go to find like funko pops it was a small section, a small wall, like Hot Topic or GameStop yeah. or something like that. And so they only either had the most popular, the most recent stuff out. You could never, like, go and browse. Most Toys R Us's that I've been to lately, uh, well, lately, most Toys R Us's that I had been to lately at that time when I was collecting, had, like, just a giant section, like a whole full aisle yeah. up and down. And each aisle had, like, three levels, and each level had, like, three levels of stacks, and they went back five. I mean, you could just sit there for a whole day yeah. and seek out all these different things. And I found quite a few really good, really hard-to-find pieces. Because you don't want to order those online if you can help it. Because you want to, like, make sure they don't have paint flaws or dented boxes or stuff like that. So being able to buy them in person is always the goal. And we have seen here in Clovis, we used to have Hastings, mm-hmm. which had that too. They had they had Funko Pops everywhere. They had like seven sections of Funko Pops, tons of them. And that was great. I and miss then they, Hastings. Yeah. And then they all closed down. And so all we had left was Hot, Hot Topic. Topic and GameStop. GameStop. And then Hot Topic closed down. Mm-hmm. Now we just have GameStop. And GameStop usually just focuses mainly on the game-themed ones. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to buy game-themed ones. Every now and then, I can find a good section at Walmart. But here's the thing with Walmart. They're in like five different places. Mm-hmm. They're not together. Mm-hmm. Ever. And so you've got to <laughs> And they go... keep changing, too. Yes. Keep changing where those places are. Yes. <laughs> yep. If I find a good Funko at Walmart, it's because... I'm just, I happen to be walking and I'm like, oh, here's the new place that they've stocked them this week. <laughs> and no one else has yet to find that new place mm-hmm. either. <laughs> yeah, it just, it used to be a lot more fun. It's not fun to hunt for Funko Pops when you're 
your places to go just closed down. When it's yeah. all when it's mostly online, it's not fun anymore. I think really that's what killed it for me. That's why I stopped collecting them on mass because you ca- I can't hold them in my hand. I can't yeah. see them. You know. That's fair. Uh, righty. Well, that was 2018, guys. It was uh, weird it was and odd, year. but it was. Um, I'd go back. Absolutely. <laughs> I'd definitely relive 2018 again. It was weird and odd, but if we've learned anything, <laughs> it just got weirder and odder. <laughs> I, re- I remember at the beginning of this year, there was that, I think, uh, that that It's a Southern Thing Facebook page made that video of 2020 taking over for 2019, and it was just talking about how 2019 just had this terrible year and listing all these bad things that happened. And 2020 was hopeful and whatever. And then <laughs> I don't even remember the bad things from 2019. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> what happened to 2019? That was so terrible that we all hated it because I don't remember and I want to go back. We are six months into 2020. <laughs> and it. I, to be totally honest, I feel like we are still somewhere in March. <laughs> The only thing I remember from 2019 is people were licking uh, Blue Bell ice cream in the stores. That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> that was a walk in the park. <laughs> people were licking ice cream. What is this world coming to? I can't wait for 2020. And then it rolled around. President Trump got impeached this year. Do you remember that? Yeah. That impeachment trial. He didn't get impeached, but the impeachment trial happened. January. That feels like five years ago. <laughs> I'm laughing, but I'm crying. I am not laughing. <laughs> I am holding back tears. Oh, man. But you know what? 2018 was a great year when we look back and we notice the Back Row Radio started two years ago today. And frankly, it's one of the only things keeping me sane right now. And I hope we've played a little bit of a role of keeping you sane, too. Two years ago today, I didn't have any teenagers. Today, I have two. Mo's still going on the downward trend. <laughs> Depression. She's still in that mode. I'm, I'm looking, looking up right now. So, <laughs> Two years from now, I will have a teenager who can drive a car. <laughs> How many years till Mila's a teenager? She's nine. Four. Okay, so you still got four years. Okay. Cling on to a little bit of childhood. In four years, I will have an 18-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a 13-year-old. In four years, you will have spawned another full adult. (laughs) When I stand next to him, that's I feel like I've already reached that point. Mm -hmm. Because I now have to look up to him (laughs) when I talk to him. I mean... He's getting wider in his shoulders. It's just... <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. Time flies. I'm, I just don't. <laughs> okay, everybody. Well, this took a weird turn. No, we didn't really know what to expect coming to this. Just having some fun reminiscing about Taking a look back. And uh, coming up next, we'll share something that we love. We'll be back in just a few with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio.
Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug as our show is coming to a close for today. But first I want to share with you something that I love. Last weekend, uh, several different churches in our area came together for what was called the Rally for Equality. It was a really cool uh, event. Um, five or six, seven, several, several, several different pastors got up and spoke just really briefly uh, on this current state of our nation, how the Christian uh, community should respond uh, and you know, it was it echoed a lot of the stuff that we were talking about on the show uh, last Monday and Tuesday, uh, but in clearly much better, uh, more eloquent, more eloquent ways because yeah. these are all preachers who do this every week. Uh, but including uh, Rafer Owens, who we had on the show last Monday, got up and, and spoke. Uh, it was a fantastic, fantastic video. And, uh, or well, event. I didn't get to go to the actual event. Mo, you got, did you get to go? Mm-mm. Or did you just watch the video I too? I watched the video. I know John got to go. Tyler and Brandon got to go. Uh, some of our friends here at Highland. Um, but they did, they did film the whole thing. Uh, and it's really high quality. It's very professionally filmed. Oh, yeah. I was very, very happy about that. Very high quality, really cool. And I would actually like to encourage all of y'all to go watch it as well. Uh, every, uh, every believer listening uh, who wanted to, uh, really hear from kind of both sides of this this uh, this issue, I guess I'm saying, from the, from both white pastors and black pastors, both speaking interchangeably on how the Christian response uh, should be manifesting itself during these times. Uh, and how just because you agree that black lives matter, that doesn't mean you have to agree with every political push that's being put out there. We need to start with matters, and that's where we grow from Mm -hmm. uh, and why it's so important. So check it out. Go to YouTube. Search for Rally for Equality Clovis, and it should pop up within the first two or three things that you search. Uh, Let's close out the show. The Bible verse for the day. Bible verse for the day comes from James 1.3. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Thank you for joining us. There's a Back Row Morning Show every weekday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the week. And Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday. Make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio. And join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Back Row Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. If you miss a morning show, you can subscribe to the podcast version of the Morning Side Hug on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most podcast apps, and catch up on our new Monday through Wednesday shows. The podcast of our Throwback Thursday episodes are reserved for our Patreon donors, or this week it was a Way Back Wednesday, as well as other bonus content and incentives. If you listen to Back Row Radio and want to support the work we do, please consider partnering with us by going to backrowradio.com partner. Any size donation will get you our private podcast feed. That's it for the show. Lord willing, we'll be back next Monday. Tune in to Church Nerds tomorrow morning. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that Jesus loves you. Two years down and counting. And if you see us around, we'd love a side hug. Bye.